Hey, I was getting a little hyped up to the intro music. I was getting a little, I was getting a little couple dance moves in on the intro. <laughs> oh, you should have saw me in the background, man. <laughs> I was doing the same thing. What's up? What's up, y'all? Welcome to another edition of the 90s, a new podcast. I am Studio, and we got my co-host in the building. Tino, what's up, y'all? What's good, Tino? You got us on our, uh, you know, our daily, our weekly forecast this week. Uh, you, weekly, you... weekly forecast. Yeah, so it's, it's been pretty cool down here in Michigan. I haven't really seen any snow. It's been cold. I, it, it's it's been cold. I will tell you that it's been it's been cold, cold. That's about but right. We don't have any snow, so that's a blessing. So I'm thankful for that. That's true. Now, was that your legit forecast, or did you just make that up on the spot? You know, you nah, kind of just seemed like you was winging nah, it. I was watching Fox 97 the other day. And that's <laughs> that. That's spot on. Trust Fox 97. Okay, I, I ain't checked out. That one. Oh, yeah, that's, oh. that's on the that's, that's on DL. That's a low key one. That Only real be. ones know about that website. That must be with the uh, hood economics and cooking you had for us last yep, week. Yep, Same thing. Yep, exactly. I'm gonna put y'all on game. <laughs> that book is coming out 2021. Just wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> too funny. Too funny. But yeah, what's up, y'all? Thank you for joining us for another episode of the podcast. 90s are new, where we're talking about 90s TV. And our first two series that we have been diving into for the last couple of weeks have been A Different World and. Mm-hmm. Family Matters, as you see in the back, well, maybe if you catch it on the live stream, if you on Apple Podcasts or something like that, you're just hearing it, you probably don't see it, but Tino got the cool uh, graphic, a different, different world, world, in his uh, club, <laughs> in his club <laughs> broadcast room, with the I'm cool trying, lights. I'm trying, I gotta get some upgrades, I gotta get some type of LED or something in my background, I gotta get something going, Tino. Yeah, you know, spice it up a little bit, <laughs> but, you know, it never hurts anything. A little something, a little something, something, little maybe something, I get a little, little something, something. something. For Christmas. Speaking hey. of Christmas, we're going to have a special episode on, I believe it's December 20th, where we'll take a little break from our regular episodes we're talking about. And we are going to talk about the most popular 90s toys for Christmas, the most popular or our favorite, well, Tina, I don't know if you got one, but our favorite uh, movie from the 90s. And then we could just talk about okay. movies that were popular or that, you know, people watched or I watched or kids watched during the 90s because a lot of the movies are old old like I'd be watching The Grinch and I think that was made in the 60s in like Christmas stories so some of them are old but just stuff we watched um, the 60s yeah we'll say that for a different time but wow (laughs) I think one of them was made in 69 I think I can't remember when the other ones uh, were made but just we could talk about you know different shows a lot of us watch during the yeah, 90s we'll say that for even the, though they were the 60s podcast. stop stop it stop it you gonna watch them and you gonna like them <laughs> classics man they classic but we'll be we'll be doing a special christmas episode of the podcast on the 20th of december so please check that out but as for today we are jumping back into our series with a different world and family matters so we'll kick it off start it off with a different world um we're in episodes four and five this week so hopefully you got in the past week a chance to check out episodes four and five episode four was entitled those who can't tutor and then we had episode five of these are both for a different world episode five was war of the words so tino let's jump into Episode four, those who can't tutor. I think that title might come from maybe Dwayne Wayne, you know, those who don't have game or those who can't get <laughs> a girlfriend or a date, maybe. Then they just tutor that was a good one. to get oh, by. Buddy, I, I think you're hating a little bit because Dwayne, he, he, you know, he a little smooth sometimes now. I think you're I sleeping like, on Dwayne. I like Dwayne Wayne. I'm just trying to figure out why they titled the show. What they titled it. I'm trying to get behind the name, you know, you. the meaning of the title. That's the only thing I could figure. Uh, but basically, so in this episode, it opened with them cool, um, cool, quote unquote, 90s dances again. And the jukebox, I believe that was a jukebox in the background, but the jukebox is actually mm-hmm. even a little bit before my time. Also, I'm familiar with the jukebox, but that's a bit. Yeah, that's like, like 80s, isn't it? That's when they walk around like. That's so funny. That's a boombox. Oh, and I oh, love okay. how you say 80s, like the 80s or the 50s or 60s. You're like, man, that's so long ago. See, Tino? See? Boombox. Boom that's box. a boombox. Potato, potato. That's a, no, boombox, you can carry that around on your shoulders. I want to see you carry the jukebox around on your shoulders. You're going to Google it. 
Yeah, oh, you see that? Okay. Yes. Yeah. You didn't Very get a hint when I said a little before my time. Jeez. <laughs> that wasn't a hint for you, man. The jukebox. So not the boombox, the jukebox. Gotcha. Okay. I don't even totally know how it works. I think you put some money in, then you select your song or something like that. It had a little flippy book or something. Let me quit while yeah. I'm behind because I don't even know. <laughs> but it opened with that. So <laughs> what you, you say? never used the jukebox before? Man, I ain't never used the jukebox. I've never you, used a jukebox. You know, some restaurant, like they just like some older older style restaurants, they would have like a jukebox in there. Oh, with but, the uh, retro think, theme. Yeah, I seen one before. I can't remember exactly where. Maybe at like a bowling alley or something. Okay, because I'm trying to figure out how you've used the jukebox and I have not. Mr. Boombox. I, I, I go way back, you know. <laughs> way back to the way back to the eighties. Way, way back to the eighties. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. See? We got the, I told y'all we got the new school, the old school. I seem to be the really <laughs> old school to some folks, apparently. <laughs> All right, so it kind of opened with that. Uh, the dancers, the dude who opened, he kind of looked like he was doing some early version of the Carlton dance before the Carlton <laughs> dance was. I was like, okay, that's, that's something pre-Carlton. But basically this show was talking about dorm rules, which was a bit of foreshadowing. When we had Maggie, she's going around asking everybody what they think about the new dorm rules. Of course, she talked to Dwayne Wayne, who was anti-rules. And then <laughs> Whitley Gilbert, who in her own Whitley Gilbert way, was very pompously and looked down upon you for the rules. Like, she can't just be for the rules. She got to look down upon you, you know, as, as she's for the rules. So that foreshadowed what was to happen in the episode a bit. We had Denise. So they made that, uh, they end up coming up with that big curfew rule. If you're out, I forgot what the exact time was, but if you're out past a specific time, Whitney made a quote. She said, if you, if you're out past curfew, (laughs) I don't think you deserve to be at the school anyway. I'm like, oh, okay. Just kick him out. Go ahead. Whitney being Whitney. You guys are floozies or whatever. I'm not sure everybody who's seen the episode but if you've seen the episode i think you guys might have to tap in the chat and remind us but i think the curfew was midnight maybe i want to say I it was midnight um, we might both be wrong though yeah we might so y'all if y'all know and y'all in the live chat let us know i believe it was midnight but we had denise so denise is struggling again but in a different area this time she's struggling yes. in math she needs some help with math Everybody just know Dwayne Wayne as hitting on everybody, not realizing. The smartest man in the school. Why not go to Dwayne? That was, I was very surprised. I'm like, is Dwayne tutoring Denise? I know Denise is not the brightest. The brightest. What do you, What's the saying about about it? I don't know. Sharpest you, you guys know in the shed or yeah, I, I know she's not sharp in the... in the shed. But Dwayne, interesting. Dwayne Wayne. Nobody expected him to be. <laughs> Smart, and turns out he is the man. Like, this dude can do calculus. And let me tell you, I've had a lot of calculus through Calculus 4. Calculus is hard. <laughs> hard. So if I you can't could, even do calculus. I learned could, it already, not too long ago. <laughs> if, if you could do calculus, you are pretty smart. What's up, Cherie? We see you are going to be no help in this. She said, don't know. She don't know. Don't nobody know what time the curfew was. <laughs> I think it was... <laughs> I think it was at, um, oh, she got the not, Cherie said, not the brightest crayon in the box. That's, that's another one. That's another one. Not the brightest crayon in the box. So we know what we was trying to say. Denise, we recognize she may now, or maybe she just don't apply herself. I don't know, but she needed help with math. Turns out Dwayne Wayne is serious with the calculus. She has a tutor. She's sitting there waiting for a tutor. Lo and behold, who shows up? Dwayne Wayne. Dwayne, get out. I'm waiting for my tutor, basically what she says, not realizing he's the tutor. They get to studying. They having fun, nice and innocent, you know. Next thing you know, man, Dwayne, what time is it? They done miss curfew. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. And like we said, remember, we just, they, they just had a meeting that night talking about, uh, about the rules and about curfew. They made a big rule about curfew, then Dwayne stays over. But, yeah. you know, Dwayne, he had played off. He was like, nah, I'm like the, what do you say? I'm like the Flash or I'm like a ghost or something. He pretty much said, <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be out and in. They won't even catch him. He was confident in himself. And you got to give it to Dwayne. He's always trying to protect, you know, because he wanted to protect Denise. He didn't want her to get in trouble. Because I believe she oh, yeah. said something like, if I get in trouble one more time or something else. She was already on probation or something, I think, probation. like that. 
So if she got in trouble again, uh, she would be in serious trouble. So you got to give it to Dwayne. He was willing to protect her. So he's going to try to escape out of the dorm. Can't go through the front door because that's down where Stevie is and she done locked the door. He's going to try to go through the fire escape. But wouldn't you know mm. it that the fire escape is outside of who else's? But Whitley. Whitley. Gilbert's. Whatever window. I say, man. Once again, in this episode, the one person who you do not want to have to help you hide something or get out of a jam or any of those things. So but Dwayne yeah. being Dwayne thinks he could sneak out. Whitley's listening to whatever strange stuff she listens to at night in these episodes. Like wave noises on <laughs> we the don't ocean. Like, <laughs> she's over there screaming in her bed. So if you, Dwayne snuck in Whitley's room because instead of dropping from Denise's room and dropping through... It doesn't really make sense if you think about it. But instead of dropping from Denise's window, fire and escape. Just dropping, yeah, it fire was the escape. only one that had a fire escape. Do you know what and a fire walking, escape is? I think so. Yeah, okay. you go out and you walk down the ladder. Yeah, so his, hers was the only room that had one. So it probably let him get lower so that he didn't gotcha. have to drop out the sky. <laughs> right, right, right. That in makes essence. more sense. So it let him get but lower, yeah. I'm guessing. Is why so he went in her room while Whitley was asleep. Yes. And decided to try to attempt to sneak out the window. He was almost successful. You knew that almost. was not going to work, right? We all knew that that was not going to work. <laughs> so Whitley <laughs> stays asleep, though, even though she's having she a did. crazy dream. Stevie she catches did. him outside of her window because, of course, Stevie's room would be right below where Dwayne has to go. He gets in trouble. She pulls him in. We get introduced to a new character, Walter Oaks. Who is Tino? I don't know if you uh, know Sinbad. Never doesn't ring about oh, any bells. Oh no, you don't know Sinbad. So Sinbad um, is a comedian, and he was always marketed <laughs> and marketed himself as clean comedian, very well known comedian. Clearly not to all the millennials, but a very <laughs> well known comedian for years. Um, Sinbad. This was his first introduction to the show, and he is the character Walter Oaks, who is. What Stevie is for the female dorm, he is for the male dorm. And Walter is always mm -hmm. trying to take up <laughs> for the guys. And he tries, so <laughs> Stevie called him over. He's just going to pretty much try to sneak Dwayne, Wayne, you know, past this situation. Be like, oh, I'll talk to him. Let me take him back out. Stevie's like, nah, we about to have a hearing. You and Whitley, we got some problems. <laughs> like, we got some serious problems, so we got to talk about this. So there's about to be a hearing. TC, what's up? Thank you for joining TC, us what's up, what's up? on the YouTube. We forgot we to talk about. You already know that uh, Dwayne tried to play it off, by the way, with when he uh, Stevie. So Stevie was just up walking around the room, and she screamed because Dwayne just dropped right in front of the window. And what was his what was his excuse? He said he was bird watching. Some type of bird that is not in <laughs> the U.S. Uh, where they are located. He was bird watching at twelve thirty p twelve thirty a.m. at night. It was just like. Good excuse, Dwayne. Good excuse. I'd be like, bro, are you smart? You couldn't think of a bird that's actually here, though. Like, come on. But he figured his story was outlandish, so I guess he figured he got to say something completely. That's true. Out that the box. That is true. Um, so she wasn't buying it at all. <laughs> Whitley, who has no idea what she has gotten into, you know, due to no fault of her own. And the thing mm. about Whitley is they make it hard for you to feel sorry for her because she's so mean kind of at times. And she's yeah, always like, looking down like, at everybody. Like, I was like, boom, they got Whitley. Let's go. They right. Think about it, like, Dang. That's but, not her fault. Who cares? They got her. <laughs> right. So her personality doesn't help. But where you start to feel bad is, and you see this in, this is kind of a repetitive sitcom theme that you find, is where something will happen between a guy and a girl, and the guy, it'll seem like something happened. Let me say that. It'll seem like something happened between the guy and the girl. And the guy in the sitcom doesn't dispel the rumors. And he's getting all these props like, oh, you got with this girl and da, da, da. The, the female, on the other hand, is basically their reputation is getting messed up. They're getting shamed. The guy doesn't defend their honor. Be like, no, here's what's happened. Like, you find that in a lot of sitcoms. So that's kind of what happens. You see Whitley. That's where I really started to kind of feel sorry for her, even though she's really mean at times, is where everybody started hyping Dwayne Wayne up like something had happened in the room. And she has no idea, you know, that he was even in the room. And everybody, even, even like um, Maggie 
And at least and everybody is kind of starting to get on Whitley. Like, oh, yeah, Whitley, Whitley ain't as good as she pretends when Whitley really didn't do anything. Like so, yeah, she didn't. No, but it's so you didn't feel bad for her then. I did not at all. Oh no, her reputation was getting dragged through the mud. You didn't have. I think her reputation was already pretty bad to begin with. But not on that end. But (laughs) it was. I don't think everyone likes Whitley really much to begin with. So. (laughs) Oh, but she didn't do anything, and that's some. See, I think think that's different between ladies and gentlemen. Or males and females, because guys always get props for doing stuff like that, and then Man. that can ruin somebody like self esteem wise. Some street cred. I don't think it get, and that's that's what I mean. I think that's the difference between uh, males and females. A guy looks at it like, oh, why is this a big deal to you? That can destroy a lady, like when people are thinking you did something that you didn't do. Cause even how we, even how we, Sharice said, "Don't be talking about Whitley." See, Whitley got okay. Whitley. See, I think that's the difference between males and females. See how you process that and how I process that. I'm like, oh, Whitley, as mean as she is in these first few episodes, it's like, man, you don't want you don't want nobody's reputation to be. You know that you done done something or got with somebody. Y'all know I'm trying to keep it family friendly, but y'all know what I'm saying when I say got with somebody, and they really didn't. Um, so yeah, I think that's a, I think that's the difference between guys and girls. Guys, if you have an opinion, tap in, in the chat. But we kind of go through that thing. Everybody's hyping Dwayne up. People feeling sorry um, for Whitley, and then we come to this hearing. Whitley. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I say her personality, I do understand, makes it a little challenging. She shows up to the hearing in the most holiest of holy, none, Puritan, I have never once done anything, thought a, 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 a non-good thought in this Puritan outfit that goes up to her neck and <laughs> covers her whole body. <laughs> that's like a white or an off-white outfit she walks in with. To the hearing, I thought that was absolutely hilarious. Dwayne Wayne is in there being Dwayne Wayne. Um, so they're going to have the hearing. Dwayne Wayne is still protecting Denise at that point, which I thought was admirable. I didn't think it was real cool that he wasn't telling the truth and letting Whitley take the fall with him for Denise, but he liked right. Denise. But I did think it was admirable that he was trying to protect Denise and take the fall itself because he didn't want her to get kicked out of school or whatever was going to happen. So they had a hearing. Sinbad, he doing what guys do, kind of like, oh, that's just the way, way, you know, oh, you got with Whitley. He kind of doing that. But poor Whitley is just in the middle of this, has no idea what, what happens. Eventually, um, thankfully, Denise, you know, her conscience must have bothered her a little bit. She burst into the meeting and decides to tell the truth, which was cool. Then Whitley goes back to being Whitley. <laughs> you feel less sorry for her because she's like, yeah, public apologies, jokers. <laughs> yeah, I thought a real funny part was uh, when the rumors were spreading around that you were talking about Whitney. <laughs> Whitley confronted Dwayne about it and said, you know, you were not in my room. Just tell the oh. truth. And Dwayne <laughs> said, I, I can't spread lies. And Whitley just straight up smacked him. She like straight up. Smack <laughs> the lie. I actually life. think Dwayne started crying, actually. <laughs> She smacked the life out of him, into him, and then back out of him. Dude was holding his face. I'm like, did she? She, she did. It was a lot of pain, though. That's why I got to get you to understand, you know, our plight. That was a lot of pain in that hand. Not that she should have slapped him, but that was, that was a lot of pain behind that. You know, that's that's why I believe she slapped him, but... <laughs> It's a, another one of those sitcoms, all's well, that ends well. Um, Willie's basically like, y'all gonna give me a public apology because y'all done dragged me through the mud and I have suffered this shame and this wrong. Y'all gonna apologize. Denise writes some type of thing in the little school paper. All's well, that ends well. They fix it. Life goes on. We got to meet Walter Oaks. Pretty much yep. that was that episode. Anything else you remember from that episode that stood out? It's a pretty cool episode. Pretty cool. Yeah. But no, nothing in particular other than that smack. That's all you got was a smack. <laughs> That's all I got was a smack. That was pretty funny. Yeah, I thought I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was a pretty cool episode. But yeah, that 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 theme stood out the most to me that you see in you even see it in um 
like the even the younger sitcoms like eventually will watch the say by the bell series you'll even see it in those type with the high school guy will say he will will not say that he didn't do something with the girl um you just see that same theme and it always affects the ladies way street more cred, than the street guys. Cred. horrendous guys out there please don't take that attitude please 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 because you can really devastate a lady's life in all seriousness um i know in we joke a lot yeah in all seriousness we do joke a lot uh episode five war of the words Dwayne wayne he got a little shine <laughs> did anybody in the chat get to check out episode five it was war of the words Dwayne wayne got a little shine on the radio he got a little bit of uh the radio show feel because somebody was sick yep, yep. the normal dj and okay we're gonna test it. you again tino we're gonna okay, test okay. you again and i think you're not gonna pass because you done thought the 80s was 19 what's that what's that let's go i'm ready i'm ready the Wayans brothers and the Wayans the, family. David Wayne, I already know. I saw them. Oh, they're familiar to you. I saw them, yep. Okay, so you know them. So where do you know, before we jump into the episode, because that was cool, where do you know the Wayans family from? Or what movies or what have you seen in them? them in? Where do I know the Wayne brothers from? Yeah. How are you familiar uh, with them? Probably, uh, the Wayne bros. Probably White Chicks, the movie. Well, yeah, White Chicks, of course, the Wayne Bros, the actual... Uh... Oh, so you've seen that show? The Wayne Brothers? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. so in syndication. For seen sure. that show. I've seen, uh... you know, they got a lot of movies. But okay. I know the Wayne Bros. Huh? Scary <laughs> movie. So you've watched Yeah, yeah exactly. Scary movie, yeah. Okay, cool. So they uh, they were guest stars. In this show, we had Keenan Ivory Wayans, which was the big brother. He was Professor Lawrence. And what's so cool about the Wayans family, I will definitely give them props for this. They always make sure they put, like, a sector of their family on. Like, you didn't just see one of them in there. You had Keenan Ivory Wayans as the professor. You had Kim Wayans, which is the sister, I believe. Um, mm -hmm. She was Allison in the debate class. You had Damon Wayans in there as the dj who had gotten sick and i always think it's so cool you see in their movies you see in everything they produce they like oh yeah i bet you i don't know i'm just guessing i totally making this up or thinking it i bet you they're probably like oh yeah if i'm gonna play this role can you also get i need you know my brother to have a part or my sister to have a part i bet you they you know bought it to the table like that like oh you got to put a bit of our family on too in this episode if you want us to guest star that's kind of a theme that I see but from yeah. their movies, from everything they do. Yeah, I definitely caught the cameos. I knew you were going to test me on that. Yeah, good job. I'm going to give you kudos on that. Props to you. Thank you you thank did you, good with you, that one. You. So in this episode, a big theme also was the debate thing. There were kind of two big things. So we had Dwayne Wayne on the radio. The two big things that happened was there was going to be a debate for the debate society between Whitley Gilbert, once again, Whitley Gilbert, mm -hmm who was arguing that um, if a woman chooses family, career, or family, it was basically family versus career. So if a woman chooses, you know, family or career, one or the other is going to suffer. Family and career, right. sorry. One or the other is going to suffer if she chooses both. And then Maggie was arguing to the opposite side of that, which was interesting because the other big thing was Maggie's situation with her boyfriend, Mike. You remember that? I do remember that. So uh, Mike, which is her boyfriend, see, uh, we this is the first time I, this is the first time that we actually met Mike or yeah, saw him on yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he pretty much told Maggie that he found a job in Washington. Washington. That pretty much, he found right. a job. <laughs> he found a job out of state. I believe it was Washington, and that he wanted her to move with him. But Maggie's in school where they are now. So to move with him. Oh, he also proposed. So to move with him, she would have to leave her school and then move with him to Washington pretty much for his job. Yeah, And it went right hand in hand with the women's right theme that they were arguing on the debate. Which was and major, then, yeah, because she would have had to give yeah. up pretty much. And he, and it was weird because it, you would think it would be like one of those once in, an once in a lifetime opportunities <laughs> or job. And she's like, where are you working? Oh, I got a job with the pork board. 
I don't even know what that means. School for to be what was it to be a lawyer? He was he was in law school. He was in law school. She was all happy. She was hyped up. She was like, "You got a new job, yeah." She was like, "So what's the job? Job to be on the court board." So you're quitting being. She she said, "So you're quitting being a lawyer to go door to door and tell people to eat more pork." Right. He said, "That's not all we do." <laughs> so so that probably made it. Because if it was a once-in-a-lifetime job opportunity, it was somebody I was dating, and we were serious like that, you know, almost to the point of marriage. If they have a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, I'd probably think about it a bit more. He said pork board. I'm like, bro, you just doing stuff. Like, wait a minute. I'm supposed to give up my everything because you just doing stuff? So like you said, it kind of fit right in with what they were going to debate, and it became very personal for Maggie when her boyfriend was like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this wrong. I love you and I want to marry you, by the way. Wait a minute, Mike. This is kind of a weird I got a job. Let's move. setup that you you have going here. So they come down to the debate. Like I said, we have the guest the guest stars. Dwayne Wayne, because he's lost yep. his job. Damon Wayans came back as the sick DJ. He lost his job. He was sad because he was happy being the DJ. But he decides to cover the event, the debate society event. Um, so we have Damon Wayans. We see him as a guest star for a minute. Um, then we go into the class, basically, where Keenan Ivory Wayans is the professor. First off, we have Whitley. Whitley, that's just what I call it. Whitley was Whitley. Yeah. She was just saying. I was going to say, I was going to say, even before the debate, Whitley actually caught her boyfriend, uh, Maggie and her boyfriend mm-hmm. on like, you know, the, the famous, if you watch the first few episodes, you know, the famous, the famous stairwell in the, in the, the famous stairwell in the commons that they always shoot a shot on, but, uh. Whitley was coming down the stairs and Maggie and her boyfriend were talking about it some more. And then uh, Maggie got upset and stormed off because her boyfriend actually put a down payment on an apartment without even her saying yes. So then uh, Whitley being Whitley, you know, she, she got, she got a smile out of that (laughs) with their conversation being about exactly that. (laughs) Yeah. And I think she kind of really felt like what she was arguing. She's like, Oh yeah, see, this is playing out before me in real time and that was a good catch because it was almost mm-hmm. if you guys didn't get to see the episode it was almost like mike had already decided for maggie what they were going to do before she gave him yeah he was decision. like straight up we're we're moving he was like i didn't i didn't expect you to say no because you right. know we're moving so like, it is what it is <laughs> no what's that <laughs> right so yeah that was actually a really really good point and whitley yeah like i said i think she actually felt how she was what she was arguing in the episode and she's like, woo, 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 basically, it's, it's, don't worry about it. It's going to be cool. You know, right. she'll figure it out. So they get to the debate. Willie is just saying stuff in the debate. She just, I expected her to be to come with more of a structured. More of a, more of a punch. More yeah, of a, argument. Yeah, she was just Whitley, as we called it. And then Maggie, as you said, I'm glad you mentioned that because I think them having that argument or whatever we want to call it, right before the debate, it became so personal for her that she just starts saying crazy stuff from her personal life. And it's like, this debate is going off the rails rather quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I think both of you could make some points, but neither of you, uh, y'all kind of really personal with this. And it, it kind of, so that's where Denise had to step up and save the day. And she kind of argued for the side of, a woman could have a career too and family. She wins right. the debate or their side wins the debate because she's the only one that really came with, you know, anything she had said and thought about. It made actual was, sense. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Everybody else was just kind of saying things that they were feeling. Um, but yeah, she saved the day. So that kind of wrapped that episode, Maggie and Mike, what did they decide? Now I think about it. They just decided to part ways for now. Oh. Well, not part ways, but, like, I, 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 I believe remember. Maggie decided to um, stay in school and then they would just see how the relationship played out, if I remember correctly, yeah. for some reason. Smart move, Maggie. She's young. Stay in school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see how, you know, it works out for her. But she definitely did not go with Mike. I'm sure he was a bit disappointed, but he had randomly popped up on her and randomly started doing things. And then like, hey, by the way, marry me. Yeah, and then you better when, not uh, by Maggie, the way, marry me ever type proposal. When, when Maggie broke the news to uh to roommates, <laughs> that, that was pretty funny. It was like Denise said, "You're getting married." 
Oh, like yeah. my parents? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's too funny. Because, yeah, they're supposed to be super young. You know, uh, I think Willie's a sophomore. And I think everybody else, well. Yeah, so early sure 20s. Yeah, so even 18, Alisa 19, was, 19. I don't want to say random numbers, but, yeah, she she's was. She's 20 something. I think she's 26. Yeah, I was going to say 25, 26. Yeah, so if they're supposed to be coming straight out of high school as they're probably 19 at best, 26 for Delisa. Whitley's a sophomore, so she had a, an extra year. Another thing that's funny mm. about sitcoms, I think that's why now we think everybody looks so young for their age. I'm not sure we all okay. look so young for our age, but people were always casted as much younger than they were in real life. It's been a couple of weeks. I had looked oh, up yeah. their ages at some point. Because you would think a freshman coming into college would be 18, 19. Most right. of them were in their 20s already. So we always see people on TV, 20-somethings, mid-20-somethings playing 18-year-olds, 30-somethings playing 20-year-olds. So we get to real life and be like, oh, you look so that's young like one for weird this thing. age. That, yeah, that's, really, that's one weird thing about TV, how they just like, it, yeah, it's funny. Like a lot of like, even shows like, I imagine sitcoms were probably the same way. Like a high, like when we watch Saved by the Bell in the future. Like a lot of the kids in high school <laughs> are like growing people. Yeah, I think it's kind of shaped the way that we look at age and what a person looks like for this age. You're like, oh, they right. all look so young. We just look. Yeah, because if you pull up, just look if you pull up to actual high school, you're gonna see kids like this tall. Like, nah. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I've discovered we all just probably look TV young in the end of it. There we go. There we just, go. It's just our '90s a new theory on age and how young. <laughs> no, this is facts. <laughs> That's facts. It's in the book. Hood facts. Hood facts. Yep. Hood facts. Mm -hmm. So get That's that book if y'all you know. haven't got it yet. The brand new book coming out volume, by Tino. Yep, Volume One by Tino Smith coming 2021. Hood I'm not facts. sure on pricing. Probably 9.99, but we'll go. You know, we'll go from there. You gotta add a nine. 90s a new hood facts. 90s mm -hmm. a new. Pick up the book. <laughs> 90s a new hood face. All right, so if you don't have anything else for a different world, we can move on over to yeah, Family Matters. So those were cool episodes. I thought they were. I thought they were pretty cool. Um, but next yeah, series, Family Matters, episode four and five. We Family had matters. two episodes. Rachel's first date was episodes episode four. If you didn't get a chance to check it out, that was episode four, and then episode five mm -hmm. was entitled Straight A's. So let's start with episode yes. four. Rachel's Studio. first date. Guess what? What was we up? finally saw Steve Urkel? It might have been for two seconds, but we saw Steve Urkel at the beginning of the show. I was very happy. We did, and he was funny for that two seconds. That he, he was. was he was. He was pretty he was. funny, and he was so young. I think I didn't remember that he started out yeah, on the okay. show so young. I thought I was like. Have I not watched? Okay, I know I haven't watched it in a long time, but was he always this short? He was like, I'm mind you, I'm sitting down. He was like this tall. Yeah, he was he tiny. Was, he was very young. I mean, I just didn't remember that he started out so young. I mean, so he was probably height appropriate for his age. And I mean, because even his voice. Yeah. I mean, even though he talked with the other voice, just, even, was, it was a yeah. smaller <laughs> other voice. It was not it was. even as deep as the. High voice, so I thought that was cool to see him. But I knew he wasn't stained because did you notice he's still not in the credits? Yep, and he's yep, like he's not in the uh, the rolling credits when you turn the show on. Yeah, I realized that as I I realized it as I was watching it. I was like, Steve Urkel's not in this. Yeah. I so I wonder how long it's going to be until they actually add him in. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but he definitely um got a laugh from me in his cameo. But clearly he got a yeah, laugh. Yeah, he was, it was legit like on like 10 seconds. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> he came in house, <laughs> said something, and then ate some ice cream, and that was it. Boom. And <laughs> then they didn't even say who he was. Like they didn't tell anything they, about him, say who he was. He just didn't. walked in the door. Other thing, he didn't even nod. He just walked up in the door. And uh, Oh, he came in and he asked about he asked about Laura, actually. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure all I'm sure most of you guys watched Family Matters, you know he has a big crush on Laura. But that's what he actually came and asked about. Yep. They threw a little. They threw us a little. A little oop for the future, I guess. Yeah, they're like, you don't need to know who he is yet. We got to see if he's popular. Apparently, <laughs> part of the family. Sherry got the did I do that? Did I do that? Oh yeah, I, did I do that? It's coming. 
soon. You know it is. But yeah, it was cool <laughs> to see him. It was cool to see him. Although I think the show in general, the family has been getting more interesting since the pilot. I think they've they've gotten a lot of a lot more interesting. I will be interested in seeing yeah. when Steve Urkel comes on, but they are getting a lot more interesting. We had Rachel. Go ahead. I was gonna say that. Yeah, we're just we're learning more about the family. I don't. Did they say in the past that she lost her husband? I think or was they this were, the first episode that we learned about that. I think this is the first one that we learned on. So they really explored that, opened that up. Um, that she's a widow. I mm-hmm. think they told previously that the grandma was Mother Winslow. I think they told that she was. I'm not certain, but I believe this is the first time that we find out that Rachel is a widow. But how it got into that was Carl and Harriet. You know, they got the kids. Kids always at the house. They got the whole family at the house, really. And they just wanted some romantic, sooky-sooky time, a little bit of time alone to be able to hang out alone. Yeah, they married couple. Married couple. Do what you do. But Rachel did not realize that she had been a bit of a third wheel for quite a while now. No clue. So they were trying to go out. And Rachel, once again... You know, they're like, hey, we're going to go hang out. We're going to get our romance on a little bit. If y'all haven't seen this episode, um, we're going to get our romance on a little bit. They plan to go out to catch a movie. Rachel actually has a guy. What was he from the church choir or something? Somewhere. I think so. I think he's from the church, the church choir. He liked Rachel. Choir, yeah. He wanted to go out on a date with Rachel. He called her on the phone. She like, nah, I'm busy. I got too much to do. Hang up the phone. She don't want to go out with him. Turns out. She curved me she did. She curved him. Hard. Mm. And I mm. guess he had asked her out a few times already. So Yeah, they made it seem him. like he just called the house all the time. Like they're in middle school or something. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they didn't have cell phones back. Well, I guess they did. I don't know. I'm going to stop talking. I don't want to insult. I want to insult anyone. <laughs> please, 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 please don't. You know, cancel culture out there. You know. <laughs> already just give us give us a while you know before before uh, have electricity back then or, uh, said electricity was... see what i'm see what i'm talking about electricity <laughs> hey larry trice in the building yeah a real larry comedy trice, show. What's up? that's what i'm talking about some real comedy. real comedy show yes we need some of that in 2020 especially i'll tell you what we need some yeah, real people comedy need some good laughs yeah, I know I need some good laughs. So um, another thing is, so they were about to go out on this date to the movies. Rachel, like you said, Tino, curved old boy, Alan. And Quick, then she's like, hey, up. but I ain't got nothing to do. Can I go to the movies with y'all? Er, hold up, Rachel. <laughs> hold up. Like you done been on our last 27 dates. Mm-hmm. We just tried to but get they a did, date. They didn't say no, though. Nope. They, they didn't did. say no. And then Rachel being Rachel, they said she sat between them in the movie theaters. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's another level of third wheel. Like that's yeah, you just mm, she mm, like I'm just, mm. I just I just want and they didn't want to make her feel bad, which was cool because they knew she was a widow and she was working through some time. And they actually said it was Carl's idea. He was the one that didn't want her to be home alone. But I think Carl was like, mm, this is getting old. I'm trying to kick it. With my wife and Rachel, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but, you know, we're going to have to do something. So they kind of start operation trying to get her hooked up with a date. They set her up real. They, with they, Alan. they set her up. Yeah. She agrees. Like, all right, bet. Next time Alan call, I'm going to say yeah. So Carl trying to hustle and get Alan back in the picture real, real quick. Uh, he finally calls. She want to say no. You know that she tried to say no again, but she remembers she had promised that she would say yes next time. So she agrees to the day with Alan. Only problem is Alan comes over and she gets cold feet. She upstairs, yeah. Alan downstairs. Alan is down there with the poor kids of the family who are putting him through all types of kids stuff. <laughs> she upstairs changing into 57,000 outfits. And then we start to get a, a picture of why she's struggling or why she doesn't want to go out on a date that is bigger than just Alan, but because she had been widowed, you know, once once Alan showed up, she got a bit nervous about going. Yeah, out she had that one on one talk with the, with the mother or the grandmother, and uh, yeah, it got it got real for a little second. We learned that she lost she lost her husband, and she explained to her how she lost her husband, and 
which, which was cool yeah. because that's what you often find that when you run into somebody who has been through a similar situation, they have a different mm-hmm. understanding and they could often help in a situation. Cause you see oh, Car- yeah. Carl was trying, uh, his wife was trying. She like, nah, I'm good. And they were about to give up, but mother Winslow came through, saved the day. Mm-hmm. You know, the family be looking out for each other. You have one person who steps in to help depending on what the, what the situation is in this case it was mother winslow so she shared some some good little tidbits and she identified she dropped the knowledge on her she, she did she did and she helped her through the situation so she went out on the date sounded like she had fun which was cool mm-hmm. and then of course as it happens in family matters you got this super porch out in the back where all things come to a beautiful end so she comes back on the porch and basically says thank you for getting her out and about so on and so forth Good times? Good times. All right. So let's move on. It's also to... another good show yeah. that I never watched. <laughs> what, what? Good times. Oh, yeah. I didn't see yeah. a lot of good times either, honestly. I saw, I've saw. i seen a few episodes. Anybody out there seen good times or watch good times? The 90s? No. That is. Uh, what would that be? Anybody know when good times came out? I would guess like 70s. Not 90s for sure, but I have seen a couple episodes, but I haven't seen um, a lot of it. 1974. Hey, see, I was in there. I was close. So 1974. But for now, we're going to stick to to 90s. We're in the 90s right now, yeah. Look at that. Larry Trice came through with the spoiler. (laughs) Steve didn't 12. appear until episode twelve in his character, ah. so we got okay, a y'all. While. So we just gonna skip. No, we just gonna skip to twelve. For... We will not skip. I have enjoyed the family. I'm just gonna skip to twelve. I'm just kidding. I'm just... I am. We're, we're gonna watch it all the, the way through to get that real experience of the family, and then we'll wait for Steve Irwin. Why are you hating on the family? I'm enjoying the little family situation. I'll be happy to yeah, see Steve. We almost there though. If we on episode next week will be six and seven. So we one yeah, we yeah. getting close. Um, but Cherie also never watched Good Times, I'm guessing. Hopefully what? you watched the series we're talking about now. Okay, what like I watched it. Yeah, you did not. <laughs> but yeah, back to nineties. Back to the nineties. We have two. episode five, which is also what known to Tino as you know, these he calls these one and two. But episode five <laughs> was entitled Straight A's. This one and two one... every podcast. One and two every podcast. <laughs> now that I know what you mean, I can roll with that the first time. We yeah, yeah. was trying hard to figure it out. So the second episode that we're talking about this evening would be episode five, Straight A's. It focused on grades of the kids. Another common theme that you find in sitcoms they had in here where they make one character a little... Dumb? I was trying to you think can, of a politically it. correct way nah, to say dumb. A little less it. intelligent. Um, they apply themselves a little less. They, or what Tino said, I was trying to see, but later you'll see, well, you've seen, but later on you see they have another character that fills that role. So I would say this is yeah. <laughs> Waldo, Geraldo, Faldo <laughs> comes later. <laughs> So, but you do see that theme commonly, which they played in this one, where one character is a little less smart. They make them a little less smart or struggle a little more than everybody else. That happened to be Eddie in this episode. So, Carl was given five dollars per A, or yeah, per A, I think. The mm-hmm. two sisters, Laura and Judy, they was doing it with the A's and B's. Eddie. Well, 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 well to talk about Laura. Laura's usually a straight A student, and Laura got a B, and she was she was pissed. She, she was, was so upset. That didn't make her she was any upset. less smart though in that episode. One B, and it was a B plus was the thing mm, at that. And she was she was heartbroken. And to make it even worse, I think you were you were about to say it right now about uh, about Eddie's report card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Eddie, poor Eddie. But you see, they set Eddie up of what you was about to see. Because Carl went down. He had on the radio and the yep. television while he was studying. So you knew it wasn't going to be a good look. Um, but look, look, look. Eddie, Eddie did good. Eddie had all A's. 
and Laura was, Laura was tight. She was so upset. She was like, you, Eddie, all A's? And she looked at the report card, and there was all A's on it. So kudos to Eddie. Yeah, but here's the problem. And that's the word I was <laughs> looking for. Larry had it. Stereotype. They stereotype. Um, there we go. There we go. A character. Stereotype to be dumb. Yeah, they stereotype a character as yeah, Tino's just not gonna let him get away with this. He's just gonna say dumb, but but yeah, as Tino says, somehow Eddie mysteriously wound up with straight A's, which brings us it brings us to another common sitcom theme or plot that you've seen in a lot of shows is that the kid will either pass a test and get like a hundred out of a hundred or they'll get these grades that nobody sees out of nowhere something happens where the school has made a mistake or and then the whole family and everybody for a while is like because i think i remember seeing it on fresh prints and just different things um where everybody's like why is I just think y'all sleeping on Eddie. I just think he he got it like that. He's a straight A student. You you think that? Did you watch the episode, yeah. sir? I, well, why can't we? We can just cut it there. I'm just I saying, think, if if you watch the episode, we just have Eddie in his in his good light here and talk about the great the greatness that he really is. He's great. He is great. At the end, I believe they he his father told him he just didn't apply himself. Uh, that's true. That's he just true. didn't apply himself. However. We had his friend, who was a prankster, Rodney, who apparently they made brilliant, which that might be another conversation, but who apparently they made brilliant and rich because he had a computer way back then and he knew how to hack and make the report cards look legit way back then. I don't even think I had a computer back then. This dude got a computer. I got this and I can't even do that. (laughs) So he was clearly mad smart. In the episode and rich, cause I, like I said, I ain't have a computer back then. Like, mm-hmm. so you got one and you're a hacker. He done changed all his friends' grades to straight A's, mailed out the report card fakes, and now Eddie finds out. Cause that was that's why I felt really bad for Eddie, cause Eddie had nothing to do with the setup. He really believed. He I don't know why, but he really believed he had straight A's. But another thing is, if you guys didn't know, Eddie didn't really have straight A's, but. You, when I was in high school, middle school, I knew what my grades were. So if I if I didn't have straight A's, I knew I didn't have straight A's. So I don't know. They made they really stereotyped Eddie for him to believe that he had straight A's. They did because his was friend just, clowned him. Like, did you? Yeah. Did you get a brain transplant? Uh, yeah. I'm like, I was like, is that a is that a friend or he's? Yeah, he he was. He was like, his friend said, "You really thought you had straight A's? You aren't dumb, are you?" His his friend clowned him. I was like, bro, I don't know if you and I could be friends. Like, so it turns out Ed, Eddie didn't know it. Again, just kind of like we got innocent bystanders getting injured, injured in these episodes. Just like Whitley didn't know when the I last so thing bad. would happen. Eddie didn't know in this one. Oh, I'm we so got another vote for you, Tino. I agree. Skip to Steve. No. Y'all need to chill. You don't have to go down the DL. Uh, have to chill. We can't. I'm just going to binge watch for like a week. I'll get there. No, you go. You go watch these episodes, <laughs> you, or you go pretend like you like you did. Um, but anyhow, so Eddie finds out that he didn't actually get straight A's. He did. He actually did pretty good for what he compared to how yeah, he had been they, doing before. They said it was his best report card ever, so that's good. But his dad, his dad made. That's oh. what made me feel really bad. And another point, a good point. Um. Larry was making it was something how the mother stayed with the family back then um I love about family matters super family oriented and they dive into the different family relationships what was Carl went so hard on the grades when he thought that Eddie had straight A's he don't sign the man up for every Ivy League college got him Ivy League college interviews is buying him brand new stuff like yeah how you come back from that he said the top of like he he name dropped Harvard. I want to say he said Yale. Like he went in Columbia. Like, Whoa! And it, and then just to show you where Eddie's head is at, he said, "Why would I want to go to Columbia? I can't speak Spanish." <laughs> Talking about the cartels, and I'm his, like, why? Why? His dad is still thinking he's capable of getting straight A's. Yeah, that was making it. But sad. yeah, he was he he was, he was hype. He was and hype. he tried to but come good, clean good. though. He did. 
His dad was just so excited, though. He didn't it want to break was, his heart. It was getting sadder. But and sadder. I mean, the good thing is, with his dad being so hyped and realized that he messed up, he had, you know, he apologized to Eddie. You know, just he broke it down to him that he still got his best report card yet. Just keep working hard and eventually you'll get it. So that's cool, at least. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was super cool. Larry said, I was Eddie and my older sister Cindy was Laura. <laughs> it's cool. I empathize. Yeah, that is, that's yeah. tough. Cause I would have been, yeah, I would have been like the one of the Laura, Laura type siblings. So I did pretty good in school. But if you have a sibling that's just doing it and then you not, that just can sometimes make it. But you know what was tough? Like, I would do really okay. well in school. Because my parents were used to me doing so well, it would be a situation oh, like if Eddie came, yeah, if you got like a Laura B B or C, yeah, and it was the end of the world, yeah, like yeah. you know what, I should have just did someone get Eddie. off season, like oh good job, right? <laughs> what <laughs> what is this? What is this about? Yeah, but Laura, yeah. like we said, Laura, Laura was man, she was upset, man, like. Later in the episode, she came in the kitchen. She said, nah, I don't deserve any real food. Just give me liver. Or do you got any liver? Yeah, like, what? Laura, what? too far. She was like, I'm not. Yeah, well, Laura, she she has high standards. She wa- she said she wants, to, she wants to go to Harvard, Yale, and she name dropped Michigan as well. Did you catch I that? I did notice that she name dropped Michigan. She, Michigan actually, she, she wants to go to law school, I believe. Yeah. And I didn't know yeah, they were prestigious. I knew they were super prestigious. Prestigious what i'm trying to say for engineering <laughs> i didn't know that also for law yeah. at least at some point so that Neither. was awesome too um still you know spartans go state but yeah that was awesome for michigan. <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was pretty awesome for michigan um, we can't make any the... enemies now students no 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 michigan is cool with me especially if you're going for academic sports we might have to talk a little different but academics that's, that's the enemy side i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> Academics, you know, academics are different. So, uh, yeah, it just shows you both sides how that's why Carl decided to stop doing the five dollars for the grades because he saw on both sides it was kind of hurting people because Laura had no Mm -hmm. balance either. She, you know, you don't want to go off to college and she do one thing that's not perfect and you hear see her on the news or something like so. He's like, yeah, I need to bring some balance back to the family. Let me cut this out and just encourage the kids um, in general. So you saw the two extremes. Uh, Judy was just happy go lucky. She's like, I got my money. I'm out. I'm good. Yeah, I did Judy the best was, I could do. She was <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Judy was. That was basically the episode. You see at the end, uh, Carl talks to Eddie, and you see why they talk about. You see why Carl was pushing Eddie so hard because they talked about generational. You know, he would have been. He would be first generational. Yeah. For their, for going to college. Carl didn't get to go to college. His grandfather, his father or grandfather didn't get to go to college. So he was excited about having a first generational um, son or somebody in their family being first generational college students. So you see why Carl was acting. Yeah, you, the way he was you acting. can't blame him for that. He was, he was just excited. He was excited. Yeah, yeah. Carl, yeah. that is. Especially when you see. Dad being a dad. What'd you say? Dad being a dad. Yeah, especially when you know a lot of what people carry when they wanted to go to college they wanted their family members to go to college but they didn't have a choice you know maybe they had to work to take care of their families or no matter what they had to do they didn't get the same opportunities a lot of times there's just that excitement and that pride they're like oh we're progressing you know every generation should get a little bit further so he was just happy and excited um about seeing you know uh, being able to peer into the future a little bit of having a first generation college student so i was i was with carl i was like that's that's awesome. And it must have been something to it being his son, because you know for sure Laura gonna be, you know, on every college list. So Laura's younger, but you know Laura's gonna be going to college. But it must have been something about that son going to college that really touched Carl's heart. So that was cool. All in all, um, you had Rachel so. at the end. She clearly is over whatever she was going through being a widow with dating because the Harvard guy was still coming to the house because the appointment was already made to talk to Eddie. Carl's like, Oh, Eddie's not ready. Rachel well, that's, is like, that's, I'll handle it. He cute. That's, <laughs> that's the thing about, uh, I don't, I don't, I'm guessing that's the thing with uh, a lot of these 90 sitcoms that like the episodes don't really connect to each other. 
like each episode kind of has its own theme to where like they don't really bounce off the old episode at least so far in the episodes is what i'm seeing for the most part yeah not a lot but i just connected in the way that I think her day with Alan was cool and it put her on the path that she like, oh, I'm I'm good now because she trying to go holler at, you know, yeah, Harvard guy. Now. She like, don't worry about it. I got it. You know, he cute. I take care of him. He, he be Anybody good. now, I got it. <laughs> yeah, so, so she's good. And that's kind of how they concluded the episode. We have another comment here. Same with me and my sons. I understand Carl. Yeah, I think a lot of people can identify with Carl on that, especially for... From generations before ours, you know, it's an honor. And a lot of times, sometimes we get things so easily. One complaint I do hear about the millennial generation, which is not 100% true, but in some ways it's sometimes valid, is just things are handed so easily sometimes or come so easily, so it creates an entitlement. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you have an entitlement attitude, you don't get the attitude of gratitude um, that you sometimes get from previous generations because they are the ones who set all this up for us. They are the ones who afforded us a lot of the opportunities that we have now. So that's why you see, I think, a lot of the pride that you see um, and things being accomplished now because we're standing on the shoulders of the people who came before us. So, yeah, 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 definitely. Um, definitely get that. Oh, uh, you got you to gotta come with a, you gotta come with a little, you got to come with a little something, something. You got to come with a little something, something. But as we start to wrap up this episode, once again, thank you guys for joining us. As I said, you might see it on the little ticker going by on the 20th. We're doing a special Christmas episode, so please join us. If you're free on the 20th, we're going to be talking about the most popular toys from the 90s. And what was it? Movies? Like, find out. Think about what your top movie that came out in the 90s was. I know not a lot of Christmas movies came out in the 90s, but we'll talk about top movies. And then just top movies we watched in the 90s um, overall. So be sure to check that out. Don't forget to subscribe. Go ahead, yeah, Tino. If, and if y'all want to give me any gifts for the next episode. Oh, you know, just, whoa. What gifts you looking for, Tino? I don't know. You know, I think that new iPhone just came out. But Oh, you looking <laughs> for, like, for real, for real gifts. You you looking for... iPhone just came out. But you looking for, Talk like, about that next week. You not looking for, like, cheap gifts. You looking for, like... We good, good we friends. Set high, we reach for the stars. <laughs> I, ain't mad. I guess I ain't mad at that. You have not because you asked not. You're going to ask for all of it, apparently. <laughs> apparently. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you can catch us. The replays play on YouTube if you happen to miss it. Or if you're on the go, you're out and about, you can always catch the audio of the podcast on Apple Mute. On, I mess this up every time, guys. On um, Amazon okay. Music, Apple Podcast, uh, pretty much everywhere podcasts are found. So you can always listen to us on the go. We appreciate y'all. Cherie said, those are my kids, the entitlement ones. New generation needs help with the laughy faces. Hilarious. Yes, thank you. Larry said Tino has the coolest background. I, I need know, him to do my stage you, when I'm you, preaching. Yes, yeah, shout out to Larry Trice, who's also known outside of this circle as Pastor Trice. So, Tino, I think you got a new job. Uh, Pastor Trice is hiring you, you know. <laughs> you know, you know, he needs you to do a little stage work with some lighting. You got you know, you can you be got stage, the cool, uh, stage decorated. Let's do it. You got the you got the cool lights happening. We see the new shoes this week before we go. You got the new shoes and yeah, you got a little close up, little close What are those? Up. They're it's colorful. Nice, I think these might these might be a little bit before the nineties, maybe like seventies, eighties. What are those? They have a name. Nike Blazers. Nike, Nike Blazers. Blazers. Them hot, actually. Them hot. You had to have some real uh it's a nice little box too, too. Y'all had to Google them if you on the audio only, but yeah, they they some cool looking shoes. Nike the Blazers, Blazers, he said, Nike Blazers. So them. Sure you had some back in. Uh -huh. I was gonna say back in your day, but I had like some. Bad. I had like some McGregor's. Conor McGregor? No, he wasn't even. <laughs> well, he was alive, but he wasn't popular. I had like some some Target or some. I had some McGregor's. Go ahead and read between okay, okay. the lines. We wasn't balling like that, but God is great. We had all the food we needed yeah. to eat and all that stuff. But yeah, I had like some. I had to tell y'all yeah. that story another time. One time we had a relative gave us like one bag of some name brand clothes that was like 17 sizes too big for me. But I was so excited Ooh. to have some name brand. I tried to put on some <laughs> pants that was like 89 sizes Ooh. too big. <laughs> So was looking like Snoop Dogg with shirts that come down to your knees. 
Cherie said, Pastor might wear those for service. <laughs> I got, look, what, just let me know what size you need. I got you. You're going to gift them out. That, that, you can give them a Christmas. Hey, they got, they got the purple. <laughs> they, oh, yeah. They, that, there you go. Match with the purple laces. <laughs> but with that, y'all, don't forget to like, subscribe. We appreciate y'all joining us for another week. Next week, if you get a chance, please watch. He's laughing. Let me get, let me get. We got episodes. Yeah, what you got? Six and seven, aka oh, one and two good for next job. week. Yeah, uh, so six, six and seven, seven. Six and seven of a different world, which you can catch on Amazon Prime, or you hey. can watch episodes six and seven of Family Matters, which you can catch on Hulu. Hey, good job! You passed all the tests today, Tino. I'm proud hey. of you. You own it today. You've been on your homework. Last thing before we go, you. How was your birthday? It was good. Thank you. See, I got my hair done. I see. I see. I got, got my hair dyed. A different look this week. Came with the color. New age, new me. You know how they say new, new year, new me? Yeah, Not really, sure. but. Oh, okay. But Same me, but we don't act like new me. So I'm, I'm with the yep. new me. I'm with the new me. So with that, y'all. Yeah, once again, thank you for joining us. And we going to go ahead and sign off of this thing. We hope to see y'all next week. Subscribe.